Play vodka, whiskey, beer, tequila, more beer, more vodka, more whiskey, and more beer. What is up, everybody? You hear the theme music. Everybody's excited. We are ready to go. The BHB tonight is back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the show. This is your host, Donnie Dickshot, the man, the myth, the legend. Been here since day one. Welcome back, everybody. Glad you could join us for another beautiful season of BHB Baseball. This is season seven. Like, how crazy is that, that we are here in season seven uh, talking about the BHB? I mean, people, people. I remember when this came out, people were like, oh, that won't last that long. It's baseball, blah, blah, blah. We've done a pretty good job. So kudos to the guys, you know, kudos to all the admins, kudos to everybody who's who's made this happen. Um, you know, props to you all. So let's not get too sentimental, obviously. Let's roll right into it. You know, uh I was unable to get to a season preview show. I do apologize for that. Um, had some things that popped up that I took care of. And, uh, you know, now we're starting to kind of, now I'm starting to trim the fat as far as sim leagues go. So I'll, I'll explain that down the road. But um, so right now, rolling into this show today, we are just going to have just me on here, obviously. Um, you know, hopefully I can squeeze in somebody for next week and actually get some guests and panel people and start talking about games and stuff with everybody else but uh what we'll do is we'll just roll through week one of the bhb just talk about each day and each games and then we will roll into a preview for week two of the bhb tonight we may give a dick shot money shot you know if, if you remember what the dick shot money shots are they were bets that were supposed to be locks but they turned out to not be locks it was always the opposite of what happened so you know always a good fun time with those so let's roll right into it. We are going to talk about the man meets in the Empire. Everybody remembers from last season, the Empire had a real down year, even with all the star power they have. Um, looking to kind of jump back on that horse and be one of the top teams again, uh, as they have been in seasons past. And then the man meets, uh, you know, trying to get to the playoffs for the first time in their franchise history. Should be an interesting lineup they have. They have some good people. They have some aging veterans, uh, so we'll see exactly how that goes for them. So game one goes to the Empire with a score of 5-3. to three. And some key stats out of there. Biscuit Batcher went 4-6 for six in this ballgame. Merle McGuire, 2-5 for five with a home run and 4 RBIs. He pretty much was the entire offense. 
And then on the other side, Holden Tudix had a home run in his man-meet debut with two RBIs. And then Skylar Stevens also hit a solo shot as well. So, uh, you know, those two guys were basically the outfits of the man-meets. And Javier Brizzo, who came over from Miami, one of the big-time free agent acquisitions, 0 for 5 with three strikeouts. So not a good look for him in this start. Paula Schwartz does get the win for the Empire, going with two to two-thirds innings, only giving up three hits. Meanwhile, Sawamura, I think that's how you say it, uh, takes the loss, giving up two runs in an inning. So not really what you're wanting to look at. Game two, which is series two, which will be the Rough Riders taking on the Turkeys. And here we go, right? I mean, this is a really good series. The Rough Riders making it to the championship game, losing to Miami in that series. The Turkeys were obviously is always one of the better teams in the league. They're always a playoff contender every season. Uh, and this one didn't turn out well for them. <laughs> like, really did not turn out well for the Turkeys. Uh, the Rough Riders taking game one, four to two. And the Rough Riders got nine hits in that game. But looking at the stats on the other side, Outlaw Owens, a new free agent acquisition for Dallas, gets a solo or gets a home run of two RBIs in this ballgame. Wes Connors was one for three. Dick Slap Tallywack was two for four in this ballgame. I Am Snowball was one for four as well. Looking at the other side for the Turkeys, not really much to talk about. Uh, Harry Cockenball was two for four in this ballgame. That was pretty much about it. Right. I mean, they really didn't do a whole lot on the offensive side. Barry Cools takes the loss. Four and two-thirds innings pitch, giving up three earned runs. He did have five strikeouts, though. And Dutch Armstrong pitching seven strong innings, five hits, five strikeouts in this ballgame. So Dallas taking the series lead one to nothing. Then the next series, which was also going to be a good series, was the Miami Knights and the Manitoba Moose. You know, when I was going to do the season preview show, I was going to say – Look out for the Moose. I think the Moose are going to turn the corner and do something very well. And I think this series proved that already. Now, I can't claim that now because I didn't get to do my season preview show. But, hey, I mean, it happens. So, looking at this game, the Moose taking a 3-1 lead. And they keep that lead with the victory 3-1. Seven hits in that ballgame for the Moose. Coming back through it. Dangley Sack, two for four with an RBI in this ballgame. Kendrick Bradley, two for two with an RBI. He had two walks in this game as well. On the other side, for the Knights, Eagle Mondavi went one for two with two walks. And Falco going two for four in this ballgame. So not a lot of offense for the Knights in this game today. Ricky Kwan taking a loss, four and two-thirds innings pitch, five hits, three earned runs, three strikeouts. Baker Martinez pitching six strong, only giving up two hits in this ballgame, and then Gravity Steve getting the save. So there was only four hits total that the Knights had in this entire ballgame. So pretty good offensive shutdown. And then the next series that we're going to be talking about is the Area 51 Aliens, formerly known as the Las Vegas Jokers, taking on the Atlanta Rippers. A lot of people, you know, last season the Rippers were the number one seed, if I remember correctly. And a lot of people had them going into the championship game. They ended up choking, losing to Dallas. And then Dallas actually played a pretty decent series against Miami. But Area 51 just missing by one game. One game, really one inning, <laughs> if you want to go back and look at it. Um, they do a rebranding. I love the uniforms. I love the logo, the Area 51 Aliens. And the Rippers taking a close one, 7-6 to six in this game. 
Mr. Hugo going one for three with a home run and two RBIs in this ball game for the Aliens. On the other side, Benny Rodriguez, two for four with a home run and three RBIs. Giancarlo Hammer going two for four with two ribbies. Jack Schwarbombs had two ribbies as well. That's not surprising considering he broke the record last year for the most RBIs. On the winning side, Crozier McCoy getting the win on game one, going two innings, giving up only two walks and three strikeouts, and Otis Boudreaux taking a loss for the Area 51 Aliens. And then the final series is the Colombian Kings taking on the newly rebranded Cabo Cameroons, right? So it looks like a shrimp. <laughs> um, you know, I... I, I like the I like the coloring scheme. Um, the 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 logo is interesting. I'll give them that. Um, interesting interesting logo. Interesting team. Uh, the big man, formerly known as Kevin Chumbawamba, uh, retired and moved down to Cabo and is now the GM of the Cabo Cameroon. So, but even with all that Chumbawamba magic, the Kings still take the victory here, five to three. The Kings with twelve hits in this ball game. Going back a look at the stats, Aaron Hughes, last year a rookie, coming in strong this this series, four for four with a grand slam. He also added another RBI to make five. So he was the offense this entire game. Four for four with a grand slam, five RBIs. Buck Weaver and Mark Martin, rookies, going four for eight combined in this game. Really, if you want to think about it, the the uh, – they're all the rookies for the Kings in this game. Buck Weaver, Mark Martin, and Laylord Olive went a combined five for twelve. So pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. Especially being at the bottom of the lineup. On the other side, uh, Finnegan going two for four with a home run and two RBIs in this ball game, and then Damian Gonzalez adding an RBI in there for the Cameroons. So the pitching side of this, Mario Cano taking the win, six strong innings, four hits, four strikeouts. No you gets the save. And then meanwhile, LaMichael Jordan's taking the loss for the Cameroons. So day two, the Empire obviously taking game one, and they also take game two with a four to two victory. And looking at the stats, Merle McGuire once again, three for five with a home run and two RBIs in this ball game. Rodriguez going two for four with a home run and two RBIs in this game as well. Looking at the man meat side. Lopez going two for four with an RBI, and O'Brien going one for four with an RBI. So once again, the man meets offense just not showing up. And if we're looking at the Brizzo watch, Brizzo did get two hits in this ballgame. So kudos to Javier Brizzo for finally getting a hit there. Looking at the pitching side of this, Yogi Barr takes the win, but Raven Santana did pitch pretty decently. Seven and a third innings pitched, eight hits, and four strikeouts, only giving up one earned run. Meanwhile, Dusty T pitched pretty strong, too, for the man meets. Six innings, only gave up six hits, two run runs, did have five strikeouts in this ballgame. Uh, but a bay taking the loss for the man meets. So looking at the Rough Riders and Turkey's next game, the Rough Riders take the victory once again, 5-3. to three. So now the Empire are up 2 nothing, and the Rough Riders are up 2 to nothing. And looking at the stats here, the... Uh, Dick Slap Tallywag going three for five with a with an RBI in this ball game. Outlaw Owenson going two for four with two RBIs, and Paps Bear Haven, the old man, the Santa Claus, going three for five with two RBIs in this ball game. Harry Cockenball for the for the Turkeys. Seems like that's where the offense is. 
uh, going one for three with two RBIs in this ball game. Mojo Rising hit a solo shot in this game as well. Looking at the pitching, Johnny Dickshot, the weak nut, the lot lizard's son, goes seven innings strong, eight hits, and has five strikeouts, only give up two earned runs in the game, takes the win for the Rough Riders. Meanwhile, Zeus Williams taking a loss, going five innings pitched, eight hits, giving up four earned runs. So not a good start for Zeus Williams. The next series, the Miami Knights and the Manitoba Moose. The Moose just give a beatdown to the Knights here, 10-1 to 1 in this ballgame. The Moose did have 16 hits. Let's just flow right through these. Donnie Danks going three for five with a home run and an RBI. David Leathers, two for three with a home run and four RBIs. Russ Perry going three for four with a home run and two RBIs in this ballgame. Kendrick Bradley adds two RBIs as well. Looking at the other side, Daryl Strawberry with a solo shot was the offense for the Knights. So Miami, you know, they're down 0-2 to this series so far. Not looking good. I mean, they did lose a few players that a lot of people haven't talked about, but still, it's Miami. You know, they have they still have a decent team. Uh, looking at the pitching staff, obviously, Frank and Beans taking a loss, five innings pitched, give up four earned runs. Meanwhile, Aaron Kozak going deep in this ballgame, eight innings pitched, four hits and four strikeouts in this game. No opportunity for a save because of the blowout. So looking back at the or looking at the next series. With the Aliens and the Rippers, the Rippers taking a 6-3 to three victory here. So the Rippers going up two games in the none here. So all these series, there's not a split so far in these first two games of the season. Uh, the Rippers going up and taking the victory 6-3. to three. Looking at the stats here, Giancarlo Hammer, 2-for-3 with a home run of three RBIs in this ballgame. Dixon Yomuda, Jack Schwarbombs, and Benny Rodriguez all each with a RBI. Spud Perkins, two for five of the home run and two RBIs on the other side for the Aliens. That was pretty much it. Computer. <laughs> Computer, right? Because, you know, some teams don't have their generics named, like Columbia. Columbia has their generics named. Um, but Area 51 does not have their generics named yet. So one of the sub players did come in and get a solo shot uh, to add to that run total for the aliens looking at the pitching side freddie helium taking the victory five of two thursdays pitched gave up six hits and two earned runs stone o'brien on the other side taking the loss four innings pitched giving up three earned runs did have five strikeouts so a decent pitching performance even though he only went four innings decent pitching performance for stone o'brien so looking at the kings and the cameroons the cameroons gets their first victory as cabo with a score of 5-3, to three. so the Kings and Cameroons are the only series so far that is split down the middle, one game apiece. And Cabo takes the victory. Looking at the Cabo side of things, Meals Wheels, one for two with a solo shot. Devin Chumbawamba, the, the son of the great Kevin Chumbawamba, one for four with two RBIs in that ball game. Looking at the other side, Aaron Hughes went one for four. Yeo Montana going two for four with an RBI. Buck Weaver getting his first run batted in of the seat of his career. So congratulations to him. And then looking at the pitching, obviously no you, the new free agent acquisition taking the loss. Five of two thirds innings pitch, seven hits, five earned runs, and two strikeouts. Meanwhile, Theodore Crunkleton, which I believe is a uh, which I believe is a free agent acquisition, uh, pitched seven strong, giving up four hits, two earned runs and four strikeouts. Well Michael Jordan's 
gets the save for Cabo. So moving on into day three and the man meets saying, what's up? We are here. We have a team <laughs> uh, taking a victory here, 14 to three over the New York Empire in a blowout game. Taking a look back at this, Javier Brizzo, four for six in this ball game. Holden two days goes three for six with a home run of two RBIs. Thermos Monsoon, three for five with two home runs and four RBIs in this ball game. So excellent ball game by Thermos Monsoon. Joey Phillips, for God's sakes, hit a home run. That should tell you how this game went right. If the trash man, Joey Phillips, can get a solo shot, anybody can hit something, right? Dong Mattingly Jr., that's an interesting name. Keep that one in mind for... For all you BHB fans, Dong Manningly Jr. going one for five. Skylar Stevens, one for four with a home run of three RBIs. O'Brien, one home run at two RBIs. And Saramura, the pitcher, the pitcher, two for four, two home runs, two RBIs. This was just an all-around offensive just beatdown on the empire looking at the other side fab freddy did have a solo shot and tip tippington had a home run and two rbis that was it for the empire looking at the pitching i feel bad for even looking at this for the empire but yogi Barr takes a loss three and two thirds innings pitch five earned runs give up three home runs levant mercer one and a third innings pitch gave up five earned runs so just a beat down two home runs given up by him raven santana came in to relief gave up two home runs as well, Sawamura getting the victory here. Seven and a third innings pitch, four hits, five walks, four strikeouts, but a hell of a game at the play. Two run, two home runs. My thinking, and, and Don can confirm this or deny this somewhere, but I think that's probably the first pitcher in BHB history to hit two home runs in a single game. Has to be, because I don't remember anybody else that would have came close. I mean, I know pitchers have hit home runs, but not two in the same game. So kudos to Sawamura for for that performance. Just an amazing performance for Sawamura. So the third game of the of the week or the third game of the day was the Turkeys and the Rough Riders and the Turkeys go down with nothing. 10 to nothing. Rough Riders take the victory. This is just an insane series, right? I mean, Dallas is just coming out like as if they're still playing in the championship. Deacon Nick is three for five with a home run in our RBI in this ball game. Devin Anthony getting two RBIs in this game. Molecular Chungus, right? Molecular Chungus. We all know Molecular Chungus, the legend. Relief pitcher comes into relief, takes the takes the plate, and hits a three-run bomb. Like this, this day was just crazy, right? I mean, Sawamura getting two home runs. Molecular Chungus coming in and hitting a home run. Just insane. Insane. Uh, nothing to talk about on the um, turkey side of this game. Tom Raman did get two hits, so congrats to Tom Raman. <laughs> um, Goomba Morris taking the win for the Rough Riders. Six innings pitch, five hits, three or runs. Molecular Chungus gets the save in three innings. Two hits, two strikeouts. Meanwhile, Rapid Raccoon just got knocked around. Three and two thirds innings pitch, eight hits, five or runs, three strikeouts for the trash eating raccoon. Looking at the Moose and the Knights in the next game, this game was close, but it came down to 16 innings. That is right. This game went into 16 innings. It was almost two games with the Moose taking a victory 2-1. to one. And if I remember correctly, I think that the Knights 
and I'm trying to remember, but I've I've had some alcohol and I've had a lot of Darla's since then. Um, I think the Knights actually like tied in the ninth. I'm trying to remember, like I it, I can't remember to be honest, but so they went into extra innings. They went all the way into the 16th inning, and then it looks like I think it might have been Dangly Sack getting the RBI uh, in that last inning to take the victory there. But he does have an RBI in this game, as well as Computer. So it may have been Computer, who knows? But but there's different Computers, so couldn't tell you. People, name your generics. Just name them. Be so much easier, right? Just name them. Makes it easier on everybody. Um, so yeah, so there is the victory there for the Moose. A three nothing series lead so far for the Manitoba Moose against the defending champs. That's that's an interesting storyline. Aaron Kozak takes the win, one and a third innings pitch for him. Ricky Kwan taking a loss, three and two thirds innings pitch, gave up three hits, one earned run, did have three strikeouts. The Rippers and the Aliens going into game three, and the Aliens taking a victory here, five to four. So the teams that, you know, like I said, the the man meets take a you know their series is two to one the rough riders is 3-0 the moose is 3-0 and now the aliens is two to one so the aliens taking the victory five to four taking a look at the stats here jen carlo hammer two for four with a solo shot benny rodriguez three for five with a home run of two rbis in this game then you had Dix between her legs two for four with a home run and an rbi as well spud perkins and gunny mcguire each with an RBI in this game. So the Area 51 Aliens getting their first victory as the Aliens. Uh, Gracos getting the win, ending a third innings pitch, gave up three hits, one earned run. Meanwhile, Crozier McCoy takes a loss, one and two thirds innings pitched, gave up an earned run in that last part. And then looking at the final game of the day, the Colombian Kings taking the victory here, four to one against Cabo. Good game overall by the Kings here. Looking at the stats, Aaron Hughes having a solo shot in this ballgame. Dixie Normus gets an RBI. Yale Montana gets an RBI. And so does Laylord Olive with a solo home run. So that's Laylord Olive's first of the year. Looking at the other side here, uh, Tyler West was the only player that actually got an RBI in this game. So I believe it was a sack fly, if I remember correctly. So looking at the pitching, Lip Bloopington, the new free agent acquisition for Columbia, 8 Inning strong, three hits, one earned runs, five strikeouts, beautiful pitching performance by Lip Bloopington. Mario Kano coming in and getting the save. And then Tyler West, who everybody was talking about was going to have a perfect game and a no-hitter against the Kings. Now, he got rocked. Five in the third innings pitch, seven hits, three earned runs, one's walk, and three strikeouts. Moving into the final game of the of the final games of the week, the man meets even the series split the series by beating the empire 12 to 4 the last two games of this series was basically what the empire looked like last season <laughs> meanwhile the man meets putting out an offensive performance here they scored 12 runs in that game and then they scored 14 in the game before so pretty good offensive output there by the man meets in the last part of this week javier brizzo two for five with an rbi Holden two dicks, three for five with a home run at three RBIs. Joey Phillips once again with a home run. Like, is this world coming to an end? Right? Like, we had a pitcher get two home runs in a game. Molecular Chungus hits a home run. And now you got Joey Phillips in two straight games hitting home runs. 
man, that is scary. If Joey Phillips finds the old Joey Phillips from back in the Empire days, look out. Uh, Lopez going two for four with two RBIs in this ball game as well. Skylar Stevens with a solo shot. And then O'Brien, three for five with two home runs, two RBIs. So O'Brien really getting the bat hot going at the end of this week. Uh, Abay with the victory here, seven innings pitch, six hits, three earned runs, two strikeouts. Meanwhile, Berto DeMora takes the loss, four innings pitched, five earned runs in this game. The Rough Riders and the Turkeys finish their series, and the Rough Riders get the sweep. The Rough Riders sweep the Turkeys. Like, I wouldn't have thought that, right? Like, I mean, going into this week, I think I predicted a split, but I wouldn't have thought that the Rough Riders would not only win the series, but sweep. Like, that's a shock. 10-5 to 5 was the final score. Looking at the stats here, Outlaw Owens, 2-for-5 with 3 RBIs in this ball game. Dip slap, Tallywhack, 1-for-3 with a home run of 3 RBIs. Deacon Nickens adds an RBI in this ball game as well. And Pena going 1-for-4 with 2 RBIs. Looking at the other, sky, other side, Kingsley, 2-for-4 with a home run of 2 RBIs. And Rania going 3-for-4 with a solo shot included in that. So, very interesting series that was with the turkeys dropping four straight i don't know if that's happened in a long time either um dutch armstrong takes a victory one to two thursday he's pitched four hits two walks two strikeouts big tasty awesome meat three and a third innings pitched seven hits nine earned runs in this ball game so not a good performance by the meat and then the next game the final game of the series for the moose and the knights and the moose sweep the knights so now you have the defending champs get swept and then a perennial powerhouse in the turkeys get swept in the first week i mean there could be some overreactions a little bit here but i i think i mean the moose is a team that i thought would be tough anyway right and and like i said i didn't get a chance to put my season preview out but you know i was going to predict the moose were going to be a dangerous team this season and they showed it coming out first week against the knights now like i said this isn't your your dad's Miami Knights, right? This is a different Miami Knights team. I mean, they still have some players on there, but they lost, a, a, you know, some decent players as well. Uh, looking at the stats for the for the Knights, we'll just go here real quick. Vinny D and, and Falco getting an RBI each. That was mainly about it. On the other side, Dangly Sack. Dangly, I can't even say it right. My, my throat kind of hurts. Um, one for two with a home run and three RBIs in this ball game. That was pretty much the entire offense was dangly sack so looking at the pitching obviously aaron kozak getting the victory two innings pitched one walk one strikeout andy young gets a save for the moose meanwhile on the other side willie knox the new free agent acquisition going on you know getting the loss only went two innings pitched two hits three earned walks and a strikeout so looking at the rippers and the aliens so the aliens even the series so they split the series with a score of seven to six. And I think I predicted this split. I'm not 100% sure on that. I think I did. Um, Spud Perkins, three for seven with an RBI in his ballgame. Gunny McGuire went three for seven with a home run and two RBIs. Dix Between Our Legs added five hits, three RBIs. So big game for Dix Between Our Legs. And then looking at the opposite side, Lillian Rosario, one for six with a home run and three RBIs in this ballgame. Benny Rodriguez, two for five with an RBI. Giancarlo Hammer, two for six with an RBI in this game. So looking at the pitching staff, 
Uh, Phil Ick takes the loss for the Rivers, two and two-thirds innings pitch, five hits, two earned runs. Crozier McCoy did start five innings pitch, seven hits, four earned runs. Not a bad, not a bad pitching outing. Otis Boudreaux started for the Aliens, going six and a third innings pitch, five hits, four walks, four strikeouts. Does not get the win, no. Adam Winwright actually takes the victory, uh, going to inning and two-thirds, giving up a walk and two strikeouts. The final game of the week was the Colombian Kings taking down the Cabo Cameroons 6-3. So Colombia wins three out of four and wins the series. So congrats to my guys. I did give them some nice fresh white powder uh, for their victory. So they all had that in their lockers. So hopefully you guys, you know, snorted, snorted carefully. Um, but the final score was 6-3. to three. And looking at the stats here, Odium Muldoon, two for four with two ribbies in this ballgame. Dixie Normans has a solo shot in this game. Aaron Hughes going one for three. Uh, Mark Mar, uh, Frank Lucas, I'm sorry, Frank Lucas, the backup left fielder, had to start in place of Billy Big Hits, who abruptly retired, uh, going two for two with two with two RBIs in this ballgame. So kudos to Frank Lucas for stepping up and stepping up big. Uh, when you're looking at the pitching performance, obviously Sudo Nakai did get the start, but gave up a lot of walks, right? Six walks in two and two-thirds innings pitched. Not a good outing for Sudo Nakai, but it was okay. The uh, the bullpen for the Kings stepped up. No you getting the victory. Two and the thirds innings pitched. One walk, one strikeout. Donnie Dickshot the second gets the save. An inning of two-thirds innings pitched with nothing across the board. Meanwhile, Michael Jordan's taking the loss. Four and two-thirds innings pitched three hits and two walks so a very interesting week in the bhb um you know obviously when you look at teams like the miami knights and the and the and the uh, kirky turkeys going over in those games it's just shocking to me uh you know dallas looked real good right dallas you know a championship runner-up last season they look like they're they're on the prowl to come back and not only you know get back to that game but win that game. Um, but you gotta look out for Manitoba. Manitoba finally has the players. They're putting it all together. A lot of people are calling them this year's Atlanta Rippers. A lot of the, you know because the Rippers was a team that built up and finally got players in there that you know were progressing correctly and everything else and was able to to do this and that. But now you have the you know, Manitoba Moose doing the exact same thing. And and I think Manitoba will actually be better than the Rippers were last season. I know that's pretty hard to say, but because the Rippers were pretty good. But Manitoba just has everything put together. The acquisition of Andy Young was a big thing as well. Um, that was a good move for Manitoba. And, and I just, I mean, they're going to be a dangerous team. Looking at the bottom, though, um, you know, you obviously have the Turkeys and the Knights and then Cabo with, a, with only one victory this week. You know, the two teams that were the rebuild teams was Cabo and Columbia, and it looks like we, the Columbia Knights, are, or Columbia Knights, the Columbian Kings are, um, you know, up a little higher when it comes to, to the rebuild part of that. So, but, you know, Cabo still has some good players, and, uh, you know, they'll get, the, they'll get the ship turned around, hopefully. So, you know, we'll see how that all fares out for them. So coming up is going to be the, uh, the week two preview. So we'll go through each series and just predict exactly what we think is going to happen and we'll give a dick shot money shot while we're in there as well so stay tuned for that all right so we are back here on the show and we're going to be talking about 
the next week in the BHB. But before we get into the next week preview, uh, I do want to give a special shout out to Joey Phillips. Uh, Joey Phillips, one of the admins here in the BHB who writes our power rankings each week. So if you go to our newly revamped website, which by the way is fucking awesome. Like kudos to the guys who, who did all that work. Uh, kudos to Dong working, you know, tirelessly on the back end of that as well. Uh, really trying to put out a, a high quality website for the league to show people, you know, what this league is all about. And and I think the, the website will attract a lot of people uh, to this league. So congrats to all those guys for the launch this season of the new website. But on there, bigheadbaseball.com forward slash power rankings, you can go look at the power rankings that were just written uh, and released yesterday by Joey Phillips. Uh, pretty good read, so check that out. And then obviously he's now put out the Player of the Week nominees. And as we're talking about this, I am, because this is recording Monday morning, I am going to roll through and give out who I voted for and who I think will probably end up winning. So the batter of the week, you have Joey Phillips from the International. You have Holden Two Dicks from International. Dick Slap Tallywhack from Atlanta and then, or from Dallas, I'm sorry. And then you have Giancarlo Hammer from Atlanta. So let's look at their stats each. Joey Phillips, 12 hits this week. 12. Uh, a 632 average, four runs, two home runs, three RBIs, three walks, no strikeouts at all. Holding two digs, seven hits. He did have three home runs, seven RBIs. Dick Slatelliwack had a 563 average, three runs, one home run, five RBIs. And then Giancarlo Hammer with a 471 average, two home runs, seven RBIs. Um, it's going to shock some people, uh, you know. I think because everybody's going to come out with trash comments and whatever else. But I mean, Joey Phillips is the clear front runner for the player of the week or for the batter of the week. That is who I am voting for. Uh, so, you know, if Joey ends up winning, congrats to Joey on that. And then the pitchers of the week, Baker Martinez, nine and a third innings pitched, gave up no earned runs, three hits, two walks, five strikeouts. He did get one win this week. Aaron Kozak. From the Manitoba Moose, also 12 and two-thirds innings pitched, two earned runs, six hits, three walks, six strikeouts, three wins on the day. And then West and East, five innings pitched, one earned run, eight hits, seven strikeouts, and in their only victory against Columbia this week. And then Sawamura, nine innings pitched, three earned runs, eight hits, seven walks, five strikeouts, did get one win, did take a loss, but then had two nuclear home runs, as is described as in that game he's the first pitcher to hit two home runs in a single game i find i mean that, that has to be the stat i'm just calling it but that is also who is going to be my pitcher of the week so congratulations to Sawamura on that victory for him so pretty good stats this week pretty good pretty good highlights here for these players so this should be uh an interesting week too Right, so let's let's just go ahead and look at this now. Let's preview week two. Right, so we're not going to go in any particular order. Um, we're just going to go straight up and down the schedule here. So the first series, I don't know if this is going to be the first game or if it's going to be the fourth game. I, we don't know the schedule of the um, games until uh, you know Aaron and all them release that or Dong releases it. So looking at the first series is going to be the New York Empire are going to be home against the Cabo Cameroons. So Cabo coming in, you know, they they 
They won one game. They lost three or four from Columbia. Um, had some moments where they looked pretty decent, but you know, pitching wise, I think they got to get a little bit better on that. Um, you know, the offense just wasn't there. Devin Chumbawamba is not his dad. Let's just put it that way, right? Um, so he's going to have to build up a little bit. They they have a good decent core, right? Like they're 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 a rebuilding core. So you got to give them got to give them a little bit of credit. But but New York is coming in. I mean, obviously they lost their last two pretty bad to uh to to the man meets giving up you know basically 26 runs in two games um the back half of that pitching staff is going to have to be better i mean there's just no doubt about it right berto demora has to be better um you know i can't remember who i think it's yogi bar maybe they got to be better right whoever's whoever the three four pitchers are they got to be better um just flat out right because the offense can the offense can do work Right. Let's just put it that way. The offense can put in the work, you know, with with Fab Freddy and Biscuit Basher and Merle McGuire. These guys can these guys can hit. And, you know, if if New York gets on a roll, you know, they can they can easily take three or four from Cabo. No problem. Um, but in this series, I'm actually going to go with New York winning the series. I think it is going to be a win for them. I think they win th- at least three games. Um, they could possibly sweep. It just—it's it, really all going to depend on how the pitching goes for New York, right? If New York can can bring in some good pitching, you know, with with Yogi Bar and 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 Berto Demora, you know, Yogi Bar was the three starter. I thought I was right on that. Yogi was the game three, Berto was game four. They may switch that up. Who knows? But they've got to do better, you know. If those two guys can produce something, then then we should be good. Looking at Series 2 is going to be the Colombian Kings at home against the Atlanta Rippers. So last week, you know, the the Rippers was able to split the series against the Area 51 Aliens. The Aliens are a good team, right? I mean, uh, you know, they, they just missed the playoffs last season. They probably should have been in the playoffs, but Dallas snuck in there on a on – a, Still an amazing throw by former center fielder Daryl Strawberry um, to, to, to basically stop that from happening in the play-in game. Um, and, and so now you have, you know, you, you don't have no you anymore. You still have a pretty decent pitching staff, right? The, the back half, it's kind of like the same story for New York. The back half of that rotation, Phil Ick and then Crozier-McCoy didn't pitch very well. Right, and the bullpen and the bullpens in those three in those games hurt. You know, obviously with the stamina, that's what comes into play here. Uh, so, so for the question, you know, the offense for Atlanta is good. We don't have to talk about the offense, right? The question is going to be how good is the pitching staff going to be, right? Can they hold this this weaker Kings lineup down? That's going to be the question because when you look at the other side with Columbia, I, I'm one of them guys that can be, you know transparent about his own team right i mean the the offense i mean it 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 produced well against cabo but atlanta's a different team right freddie helium's a good pitcher when they when they faced off against the uh west and east you know they struggled a little bit right they struggled um but you know they still got the victory but they struggled a little bit um, you know, the back half of that rotation with Cabo, with Tyler West and LaMichael Jordans, they handled, you know, okay. The question for 
the question for the Colombian Kings is going to be about the pitching staff too. A lot of a lot of these series, as you're going to find out, comes down to pitching. But with Colombia, if the rookie offense can really put into play, because let's just face it, Colombia has the youngest offense in the entire league, right? Hands down, you know the the high the oldest player is 33, so at least on the offensive side of the ball. So if if the rookies like Mark Martin and Buck Weaver, Leila Olaf, guys like Aaron Hughes who's been stepping up and 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 playing really well lately, Yayo Montana, these guys can produce and, and keep hitting like they are, you know, this could be a trouble series for Atlanta. Um I predict a split. Um but I think also that if if you came to me Friday morning and said that Atlanta won the series 3 to 4, I wouldn't be surprised either. Um, but I really predict that this will be a split. I think Columbia is going to surprise a few teams, surprise some people this week, and, and take a series split. If they split the series, then that really says a lot about how the rebuild is going in Columbia. Looking at the next series is, is a good one, right? This is going to be the series of the week. The Dallas Rough Riders are at home against the Manitoba Moose. This is going to be the series. The two teams. That swept, that had the sweeps this past week, are going to face off against each other. Somebody's going to have to lose, right? And and this is this is going to be a, a hard series to call, right? So naturally, I'm going to go split. I'm going to go split on this because because Manitoba and Dallas are both complete teams right now. They're both pitching very well. The offenses have produced, especially Dallas's. Um, has produced you know Manitoba kind of struggled a little bit on offense they were able to squeak by a couple of games against Miami but for the most part Dallas had no problem handling Kirky's pitching which Kirky's pitching coming into the season was one of the better rotations in all of the BHB so you know here seeing that and that offensive performance for Dallas coming into Manitoba this is going to be a good series if, if Dallas can do what they did to the turkeys and do it to the moose you have to put Dallas as the top team in the league. I mean, you have to. There's no, there's no other way to look at it. Um, so this is going to be a really good series. This is one I'm really going to keep my eye on. Um, besides the King series, obviously for obvious reasons, this one, this one's going to be interesting. So the next series that we'll talk about is the Area 51 Aliens will be at home against the Miami Knights. So the, this is where Miami has got to figure it out, right? I mean. You know, obviously they struggled against Manitoba, and and, and like I said, Manitoba is a good team, right? Let's just let's just put that out there. I've said that like four times already. I think Manitoba is going to be a good team. That team is going to be a playoff team, hundred percent. Put that as a dick shot, money shot, if you want that Manitoba makes the playoffs. But you know, it's kind of kind of not cool to say it now after they just won four games. But this is where I think Miami can make some turnaround, right? Um, you know, Miami obviously is a team that, that still has some decent players. You still have, even though he's a bitch, Ego Mondavi. You know, you you know you still have Ricky Kwan. You still have these guys that that can produce at a high level, right? And you know, and that that's gonna be the question of can their offense really turn it around and actually play good? Because if their offense can do well, um, you know, this is a series that I could see Miami maybe winning. Right, but you look at the other side with the aliens. The aliens are, are a good team too, right? And and I think now with Miami kind of taking a step back a little bit, 
I think this this is a pretty even matchup. And I'm going to go the easy way out again and call a split. I think I think the aliens come in. It's a home field advantage for the aliens. I think that you know they at least take two games in this. But if you, if I woke up Friday morning and somebody said that the aliens won the series, I wouldn't be surprised. Also, but I'm going to go with a split just for the sake of going for the split. So then the final series that we will talk about um, is going to be the. Uh, the Kirky Turkeys are going to travel to international waters to take on the international man meats. Now, this is a this could be an opportunity for the man meats. You know, the man meats in that last two games against New York put up 26 runs. 26. I mean, for shit's sakes, Joey Phillips is going to end up being the player of the week. I mean, what kind of paradox are we in on the BHB here, right? And and so for me. I think that when you look at the Mammoths, if they can keep that off, you know, that's a, those last two games were pretty good. And that's a good sort of, you know, kind of momentum going into the next series against Kirky because, you know, this could be an opportunity to where International could actually take this series. And that's where the dick shot money shot's being laid. The dick shot money shot is going to be the man meets win the series against the turkeys there's your dig shot money shot and 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 here's the thing i i just the pitching for the turkeys just looked rough even with rapid raccoon right i, I i'm not sure if raccoon needs to be the number three right and maybe that was just matchups um you know maybe that was just because of the fact that they were facing off against dallas and maybe having rapid in the back half of the rotation just worked but i mean regardless of what happened i mean they just got swept 04 so it didn't even matter where they put anybody they all got their asses kicked so this week turkey's gonna really have to look at and and that's where the key is gonna be is the pitching right and as i said at the beginning of this wrap-up at the beginning of this preview that there's gonna be a lot of talk about pitching and for and for rightfully so right because you know Kirky gave up a lot of runs, right? It wasn't just a, a, an easy day for Kirky, right? I mean, game four, they gave up 10. Game three, they gave up 10, right? Game two, they gave up five. So there's there's 25. And then in game one, they gave up four. So 29 runs in four games. I probably could have done that in a simpler way. But 29 runs in four games, that's, that's a performance that they're going to have to stop doing, right? The pitching staff is going to have to be better. So in my mind, I think that International will actually win this series. It is in International Waters, so that helps them in this situation. And if, if the Kirk, if Kirky Williams wins one game in this series, it's going to be a really hard hole to climb out of, even though they have a raccoon that can dig through trash. It's going to be hard to climb out of. So that is where my, uh, you know, that's where my picks are this week for the week two of the BHB. All right, so that will wrap up this episode of the BHB tonight. This has been Donnie Dickshot. I want to thank each and every one of you guys for coming in today and just giving us a listen. 
Um, kind of a little bit of a shorter, maybe not really shorter, I guess. It's probably about 50 minutes. Um, you know, thank you for coming in listening. Obviously, I do want to try to get people on this show. So please reach out to a guy, right? I, I've said this like, I think, 50 times. And I get like one person. It's always the same person um, that reaches out, I feel like at least. Um, so yeah, if you want to be on the show, you want to talk a little BHB action, come on by. You know, I have no problem. I don't, sometimes I don't like talking to myself. Uh, I like to have somebody actually come in and break stuff down from different angles. So um, we will release an episode next week of the BHB tonight. We just got a little bit delayed by a couple of days here, so I do apologize. But um, you know, today should be a fun day in the BHB. We start week two, which will be uh, some really good games to watch tonight, 8.30 on the Twitch channel. So go check that out. Go check out our new website, as I mentioned already, BigHeadBaseball.com. Uh, you'll be able to get team history. You'll be able to see the schedule. You'll be able to, to get all kinds of stuff. Um, the power rankings that were written in there. Hopefully some more content will be coming out here pretty soon by other people. Uh, that will be displayed on the website as well. So... Uh, you know, check out the Big Head Baseball website because I'm telling you, it's if you haven't been there, it's pretty pretty fucking sweet. Like, um, minor leagues, I believe, start today, if I remember correctly. Um, not 100% sure. I think they start today. So somebody can, you know, confirm or deny that. But, you know, we'll get some minor league action going here pretty soon with the Bartolos and the Colonials. So uh, that, should be, that should be fun to watch. And, uh... Yeah, so like I said, once again, thank you guys for coming into the BHB tonight. We'll see you next week.